Hello, and welcome back to SAS Stories and Sarcasm. We're your hosts, Brian and Mary, and this is episode 213. Yeah, and uh, this week, or actually this past weekend, we went to Spokane. This is the first time Brian's been back to Spokane since he graduated. I've been back a few times, but it's been a while. Um, so yeah, we're just going to talk about what we did over uh, the long weekend that we took. So yep. yeah, first we drove over on Thursday and a really weird thing actually happened on the drive. Um, first of all, the air quality was really bad in Seattle oh, and yeah. it got worse um, going over like the pass. Mm-hmm. But the weird part was there was suddenly a lot of traffic and then the GPS was telling us to get off the freeway and go this alternate route. Right. So, okay. Follow the GPS and get off the freeway and get, start going down this path, this back way, whatever it was telling us to do. And then there's a sign that says, do not follow the GPS, get back on the freeway. Yep. (laughs) I've never seen something like that. Yeah. So it was like uh, some sort of pop-up, you know, it was like an official sign, uh, we we would assume because it was one of those, uh, what is it? LED messages uh street that tell you like you know traffic uh updates mm-hmm. on the side of the road and we're like okay that seems legit so <laughs> we turned around and went all the way back to the freeway luckily it wasn't too far out of the way but uh at the time it was like like 20 minute delay and for every minute that we wasted it could have been more and more and more so we're like ah turn around get back on the freeway now yeah uh, but yeah, that was interesting seeing someone saying, do not trust Apple Maps. Do not listen to your directions. Stay on the freeway. That's definitely and funny enough. Funny enough, like I was asking you to pull up Google Maps and Google mm-hmm. Maps was telling you to stay on the freeway, but Apple Maps was telling yes. us to get off the freeway. So. Yes. so that is an important note. Google Maps seems to be either up to date or uh, I don't behind. know. <laughs> yeah, we don't and know. We, we couldn't figure out what was even wrong. Like we didn't see like any accidents or there was other parts of the drive when there was like road work, but this specific part, I have no idea what was going on. So it was just kind of weird. And it was, I was like, what? I've never seen a sign that says, do not follow your GPS before, but yeah. Yeah. And we're only like an hour into the drive too. And it's about a five hour drive. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're like, uh oh, here we go. This could be a long one. Sometimes well, the trips between Seattle and Spokane can be you never know. <laughs> well, the longest time it's ever taken was like nine hours in college, but that's because there was an overturned semi. But yeah. so nothing I don't think can ever top that. No, but, nine hours. That's doubling the time. <laughs> that's pretty bad. That was pretty bad. Uh, when we got to Spokane, we went directly to campus um, mm-hmm. and we walked around some things of note. Uh, there's the new science and engineering building is huge. Um also, when you get off the freeway on the Hamilton exit and you like are just arriving to school and, you know, usually you see the kennel and you see St. Al's from the exit, you don't see the kennel anymore. You see a gigantic GU UW medical school building. That's also huge. It basically blocks most of the view of campus from the freeway, which I guess is fine. But uh, it was just like, yeah, oh. it shows it shows they're expanding. Yeah, it's just a giant white building that's like blocking most of the view of campus from the freeway. Uh, but yeah, I didn't realize where that building was going to be at. Um, also, I mean, this has been there for a little while, but there's a new theater on campus. Um, and, you know, that's also all the buildings I feel like are like the they're new big, buildings are large. really, really big. Yeah, so, they're definitely building it with anticipation that it, it needs to be big and large for more and more you know, usage. 
yeah, I mean, like the science engineering building is good for all the STEM majors. Um, so, I'm, you know, the- yeah, even even uh, Hemmingson, uh, yeah. when they built yeah, yeah. Hemmingson a while ago, you know, it was replacing the cog, which was just two floors and Hemmingson was, uh, you know, the basement Three. plus the regular yeah, yeah, floor plus, you know, two more floors. So uh, they're definitely uh, building with anticipation of growth. <laughs> and they have been growing. They've been growing, yes. you know, steadily year after year. Uh, when a lot of other schools haven't been. Um, yep, that college basketball glory. It yeah. gets students. <laughs> no, it really does, though. Uh, you know, we were walking through Hemmingson, the student center. That was finished when we were um, starting our senior year. Uh, and Brian walked by where there used to be an Einstein bagels, and now it's Qdoba. And he got very, very jealous of the students that go to <laughs> school there uh, because there's now a Qdoba that you can use your Bulldog bucks, your dining dollars at. Um, and oh, one other really interesting thing on campus that I had never seen was there are robots literally all over campus. Oh, right. And they have little faces and they're just, you know, gliding along. And, you know, what it is, it's um, students can order food from one of the on campus restaurants. And I guess these little robots take the food to their dorm, which is yeah, so it's weird. It's bizarre. It's bizarre. And I, I haven't tried it out, but I'm assuming. Well, you can't try it out. You're not a student. That's true. Well, I, I don't even know exactly how it works, but I'm assuming there's like a code that you have to like enter to get to the food, which is inside the robot. Uh, there's probably a little safe. Mm-hmm. Um, it looks like that's how that gets delivered. But yes, uh, there's like a camera so it can see people around it. And sometimes, you know, if you're walking in front of the robot, it'll stop and let you pass. I don't I don't know if it tries to go around you. I think it just waits for the the area to be clear, <laughs> but that's kind of cute. It's kind of, it's, it's definitely not, we didn't have those, Mary. We had to get up and walk to restaurants <laughs> in the cold. And I wonder how it works through in the, the snow, snow. Honestly, Yeah. Oh yeah. That's a good point. Maybe it only works at some part times of the day or some times of the year, or maybe they put treads on it. Who knows? <laughs> it's just trucking along through the snow to deliver so- uh, food they're called Kiwi bots. And right now they're on 26 different campuses in the United States. And there's 500 plus robots distributed on those campuses. I felt like everywhere we turned, there was another robot thing going by with food. Yeah. It's it very like, high tech. <laughs> I thought it was pretty cool. I took a video of one. Um, yes. And yeah, I'm, I wonder if it does work in the snow or not, but uh, yeah. So yeah, that was some of the new stuff on campus. It was good to uh, be back on campus. Uh yeah. And yeah, then... some, of the, some of the other things that I remembered uh, on campus was Gonzaga has a bunch of squirrels. So <laughs> like this is my first time back since graduating. And, you know, I I'd never realized how many squirrels there were like j- just not seeing that many squirrels in Seattle or any well, at all. We're really. in the city, though. So yeah, that's true. Different. I know. I know. But still, like I just look around. There's like a little park, uh, you know, area. Uh, in a park area but like there's like a lawn grassy with some area. trees grassy area there's like 10 squirrels <laughs> just just running around with their bushy tails uh so and as good. soon as we stepped on the campus brian just goes no one can hurt me anymore all the trauma of college no no professor can give me an f like yes, yes. he's just and giving the, these affirmations this, to himself <laughs> yes i was like I, I specifically said this place can't hurt me anymore <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> uh yeah because you know Getting a computer science degree was rough and it was yeah, hard, but you did it, uh, but I did do it. And uh, like I said, I was coming back with an Apple watch, with a credit card, <laughs> with a job, 
And yep. uh, yes, a very- uh, Is Apple Watch the most important part? Or... It's, it's, a, it's a luxury status symbol. Okay. Very, okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh, yes, I was returning triumphantly, <laughs> at least in my mind. So that was very, uh, that was very therapeutic. So that was good. Yeah, that was uh, pretty funny. And I feel like your like head was on a swivel uh, trying to look for professors at some point before the trip, you had talked about wanting to go to, um, some of your professor's offices and tell them that you're successful now, but don't worry people. He did not do that. <laughs> no, I didn't do that. I'd be, be like, weird. look at me now. <laughs> I also didn't have access to the buildings. Right. Um, so yeah, that was not a possibility. Also didn't see any professors <laughs> while we were there that either of us had. So, um, and then we met up with our friend RJ who works at Gonzaga, um, and, you know, Brian has been wanting to go to Outback Steakhouse for years. Yeah, ever years. since, ever since uh, I originally graduated, I'm like, because back in college, you know, when you can't afford anything, I had Outback, and I'm like, oh my god, this is great. This is some great steak. <laughs> and little did I know that it actually wasn't. <laughs> but but you didn't know that, so. But I know. did know that because that was the last time I tried it was like you know like five or six years ago, and I was like this is some good steak. I got to get very, try this steak. So, I mean, uh, I think I haven't had steak Outback Steakhouse for, I don't think since like elementary school, we had like a elementary school barbecue type thing. And Brian has been trying to get me to drive him to Outback Steakhouse to go to dinner for the entire time that he's lived in Seattle. So two and a half years, <laughs> no. essentially. <laughs> yeah, and, okay, that's true. <laughs> yeah, it is true. You've been, even before that, you're like, Mary, I want to take you to Outback Steakhouse. I'm like, why there? But luckily for me, there's not an Outback Steakhouse for about a 40, 50 minute drive from so here. So it's out of range. So I'm like, oh, I'm not going to drive us there. So you're out of luck. Um, and, you know, Brian doesn't want to have to like rent a car to drive us to Outback Steakhouse. So we just yeah, never went. a little too much. <laughs> but, you know, there's, but anyways. One there's one that's closer in Spokane. And so, mm -hmm. uh, you know, we opted to go to Outback Steakhouse. And, you know, Brian was just over the moon. He, the three things that he wanted to do in Spokane was go to Outback Steakhouse, go to the Froyo place that we went to in college, and go to the cafeteria at the Cog. So, check. <laughs> I mean, on of course, campus, or yeah, at yeah. least at least related to uh, college, college experience. Yeah. Obviously, so we went to Outback to Steakhouse, and well. <laughs> it was not as good as Brian remembered it. Uh, and he was very disappointed. He apologized to me for taking I did me it. there. Uh, it was fine. I had a hamburger. It was, it was fine. I apologize. Uh, it was, it was, it was subpar. And even though it was cheaper, I'd rather spend the extra money and have a better steak, quite frankly. <laughs> and, uh, yes, I apologize. And, uh, you know, it's one of those stories of just, just never meet your heroes. <laughs> don't, oh don't try to relive your memories because they just won't be as sweet. <laughs> as you remember them and it was definitely one of those cases you asked a lot of questions to the uh to the waitress too you know oh I always do <laughs> and, yeah but I was like can I get a lemonade and then you asked how much is the lemonade before I'm like Brian just order well the they lemonade. didn't even put a dollar symbol that's who cares a, a red flag <laughs> I'm like, well, you never, well you could have been a 20 dollar lemonade who knows if you looked at the rest of the menu, you could probably figure out it was not going to be a $20 lemonade. Uh, yeah. <laughs> RJ thought that was very funny though. So did I, I was like, Brian, just order lemonade. If you want lemonade, you can afford it. You're on vacation in Spokane. Yes. Fine. Just order lemonade. Um, but yeah, went, went to Alpex Steakhouse. Then we went to uh, Froyo Earth to relive more college years. Um, and that was very fun. So that was the end of the first night. Uh, we stayed with my cousin, Kelsey and her husband, Tristan, and they have a almost one-year-old Tanner. He's turning one tomorrow after the day after we're recording this. So that was very fun. Um, he 
is, you know, crawling around a lot, has his favorite toy is his uh, miniature Dyson vacuum, uh, which is very funny and a little dangerous because he just waves that thing around. Yes. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, And on Friday morning, we went to the cog for breakfast. It's, uh, you know, one all you care to eat buffet style Brian's dream. Um, And it was, I think like $8 a person. So Brian and I went like $17 was tax. Brian was over the moon. Yes. Yes. The cog was one of my highlights in college, (laughs) just because this was the first time having like a buffet experience that was more than just like a one-time thing. It was, it was every day I could have eggs or or a bagel or whatever I wanted in my life. And it was just so happy. It was my happy place, quite frankly. As you uh, were saying several times, you were saying uh, it was your happy place. um, How every bite that you take is um, washing away the trauma of college for you. I'm here to quote you. I'm home. I'm so glad this place didn't let me down. Like Outback Steakhouse let me down last night. Um, yeah. Yes, it did not let me down. So that was that was certainly. I was glad to uh, relive that memory, and I'm just I'm just so glad they didn't let me down. <laughs> That's good. Um, yes. Then we went walked around Riverfront Mall in downtown Spokane. I uh, saw some of the stores there. It was starting to pour pour rain, which is fine. Trying to get the, you know air quality down. It was much better in Spokane than it was in Seattle when we left, but it still wasn't completely clear, but it got better over the weekend. Uh, but just everything's so much cheaper in Spokane parking. We were, we parked for like two hours and it was $7 in downtown. Uh, that's crazy. Also gas. Um, okay. Filled up my car for gas before we left. It was $5 and 39 cents in Seattle In Spokane. It was $4 and 69 cents crazy yeah that's a big difference what and, a drop and, and, yeah and one of the things I also noticed that I wasn't that I didn't really appreciate or uh prior years was how how much quieter it is in Spokane yeah. like in Seattle it's just like busy 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 maybe that's just because I you know like work downtown but like it's so congested someone's always going somewhere but there's no parking that's for sure <laughs> but in, you know Spokane you know it's just casually driving down the road with no one honking or you know someone jumping out in front of you that might be uh homeless or something like of that nature and then when you need to park you know there's just ample parking spots it's just really lovely and it's free or cheap yes and as we were entering Spokane we're driving in on that Thursday Brian quotes Thomas Rhett and he goes man it feels good to be country again (laughs) entering Spokane I was like okay Yes, yes. Well, I you had shared some Thomas Rhett with me, so I figured I'd show off some of my retained knowledge. Yeah. I, know I don't I don't remember everything you tell me, Mary, but I did remember that one lyric. It so. was just funny. I was like, okay, we're still in a city, but yeah, it's more it's more country than Seattle is, I guess. Uh, but yeah. Um also got to walk around Manitou Park for a bit. It's it was a little more chilly in Spokane and than Seattle, as it always is. It's about like 10 degrees colder. Uh, so actually on that Friday, the low was like 39 degrees and I was like, oh, it's not pack quite right for this temperature, but, and you know, Brian was wearing long pants, which yeah, is I was unusual. Packed. I was packed. I had long pants. I had my raincoat ready. Everything you didn't wear was it, good. I did not wear my raincoat, which 
okay, that's a separate story. <laughs> just because, you know, my other coat was just doing the job. Mm-hmm. And, and I guess, I guess now that as a Seattleite, I'm just like, meh, the rain can't bother me. So I was just, mm-hmm. I was just walking around. But uh, no, I did have long pants because the weather, like you said, it dropped pretty drastically. Like it was like a couple of days earlier, it was like in the 70s, apparently. And then now it was like in the low 40s slash 30s, like high 30s at yeah. points. So definitely could start start to see your, your you know, the cold or your voice basically when you breathed or your, your breath, not your voice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, yeah, got cold fast. Then we went over to my Aunt Franny, Uncle Craig's house for dinner. And my cousin Lindsay was there with her boys. And so that was very fun. We had some pizza. Uh, the boys were running around the house, uh, very talkative, very getting very excited for Halloween. Um, and then the next morning, we actually got to meet up with um, my neighbor from home, uh, Audrey. She is a junior at Gonzaga. I used to babysit her, which is crazy. And now she's you know, over halfway done with college. So that was pretty fun. Told her grow up so fast. Yeah. (laughs) Told her, you know, just make the most of college. Uh, but you know, just do your best. Yeah. And it'll all work out. Then we helped Kelsey and Tristan set up for Tanner's birthday party. Um, so we blew up a bunch of balloons. Brian, you didn't pass out at all. I know before I've had you help blow up balloons and it, you were like, oh, <laughs> well, last time I was the designated balloon blower at this time, you were the primary balloon blower. So yeah. I was able to spare some of my lung capacity <laughs> this time around. Uh, but yeah, helped blow up some blooms, uh, helped uh, basically provide ideas on where to put them. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, and yeah, then we just hung out with Kelsey and Tristan the rest of the night, watched a movie. Uh, and then the next morning we headed out semi early cause you like, you never know, uh, when, like how traffic's going to be going back to Seattle on a Sunday. But before we went, we stopped by ultimate bagel, favorite bagel place in all of Spokane. And honestly, of all time, uh, I got my oh, wow. bagel. That's, that's quite the compliment. Well, all there's time. not that many bagel places that I like in Seattle that I've tried at least, okay. um, but you know, has that, I got the huckleberry cream cheese. Um, and it was good. Good. to. I'm glad they made it through the pandemic. Cause there's quite a few uh, restaurants and places that didn't, right. nearby that did not make it through the pandemic. So happy to support really glad ultimate bagel made it through. Um, and yeah, that was the end of our trip. You know, the whole way back was pretty, pretty easy. Nothing crazy to report really. Um, we listened to a lot of second date update podcast episodes on the way home. So that was always fun. And anything else, Brian? Uh, I just want to mention that, uh, Tristan has a great front yard with basketball hoop (laughs) and we were able to play two games of horse, which I'd like to brag and say, I won both of them, Mm. but then we played, uh, some one-on-one basketball, two games of that and Tristan won those. I would like to add that Tristan's at least a foot taller than me so it's hard life is hard playing one-on-one uh but congratulations to him on those if he's listening and uh yeah I just I really enjoyed my stay in Spokane and uh it was well uh, as I when Kelsey and I were going to Target to get the helium tank for the balloon other balloons uh you were like Mary I'm dying out here I'm like okay yeah yeah I mean that was near the end of basically our, our little basketball games mm-hmm. and my, my heart was, my heart was beating. It was beating very fast. I don't <laughs> usually, you know, I'm, I'm a white collar office worker, Mary. 
I don't. Well, so, so is he? Uh, like, oh yeah, that's true. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> never mind. I have no excuse. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, uh, you know, it was good. It was good. It was good to get to, some exercise in. But uh, yeah, I'm not used to jumping up and down. <laughs> so that was that was fun. I mean your profession or your occupation on Facebook in college was expert at basketball. Yes. I still am an expert at talking about basketball. Maybe not playing basketball anymore. Okay. (laughs) Uh, But yeah. Um, Let's see. Anything else? Uh, No, just Halloween is approaching. So keep that in mind. Buy your costumes and your candy uh, for, you know, potential neighbors that might come by. Oh, I do want to mention right before we started recording this podcast, I got an email. I completely forgot that I entered this random contest uh, through Como for the news station. Um, and I won tickets to Wheel of Fortune live at the Paramount Theater uh, for two, wow. two tickets. And it's don't worry, it's not like Vanna and like they're not. They're not, not Pat the, Sajak. No, I think that's his name. Yeah, but it's with like Clay Aiken and Mark Wahlberg. Uh, are the hosts apparently for this is it still the game yeah i mean yeah it's wheel of fortune live there's people like playing the game i don't really know what it is i i just want some tickets you just you just you just i don't even remember entering this must have been months ago uh (laughs) so i I don't know if i'm gonna go to this but i have to look into it more but i was like just email como wheel of fortune live contest winner and i was like what uh (laughs) very random but yeah and you sure this isn't a spam email, Mary? No, no, I, <laughs> no, it's not. Okay, okay. Well, that's great. Congratulations on that. And uh, again, yeah. not sure if we'll actually. I'm gonna accept the prize, but I just was like, oh, you okay. want it though? That's important. Yeah, yeah, that is good. I mean, I did once audition for the actual Wheel of Fortune, and they never picked me, so I guess I was just like, I'll just enter this contest instead. Um, but I didn't quite know what I was. Uh, signing up for i guess maybe i was like the only person who <laughs> entered this contest yeah who knows maybe we're the only person <laughs> in this stance <laughs> yeah <laughs> but anyways uh hope you guys have a good rest of your week and we'll talk to you next week bye, bye.